0: Praise the Lord! This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Today I am continuing the message in the book of Revelation. I'm going right now to Revelation chapter 13. I preached on chapter 12 before, so chapter 13 is what I'm going to read today. And I believe the Lord is going to open your understanding to be able to comprehend what this chapter 13 is talking about. This is more prophetic. And we are seeing some of this already fulfilling itself in our generation. When this was written, 2000, almost 2000 years ago, people that read it would have said, how will this take place? But I'm going to compare scriptures with scriptures from this, this chapter with the book of Daniel and see some of the things that we can learn from there. Now, the, I say the book of Daniel because this chapter 13 of the book of Revelation is in symbols and we see a similar symbol used by prophet daniel since the angel uh, manifested to daniel and gave him the meaning of the symbol we are going to also look at the meaning we are going to use the same meaning of that symbols because daniel was a prophet of the Most High god to interpret this prophetic utterance now let's read from begin from verse one and i stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise now let me stop right there and first describe from the book of Daniel the same similar beast was revealed to Daniel that has seven heads and ten horns. And I'm going to point to that in a few moments. Because this Bible is one. The prophecy that was given to Daniel was prophesying of beasts, and the angel actually interpreted the meaning of those beasts to Daniel. Let's go to it in the book of Daniel, chapter seven. Here in the book of Daniel chapter 7, Daniel saw in a vision, let me read quickly, he said, In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his head. Then he wrote the dream and told some of the matters. Verse 2, Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, divers one from another. You see, also is." Then I also say he saw this beast coming out of the sea. Just like you saw in uh, the Revelation chapter 13, this beast also came out of the sea. Now the sea is actually symbolizing something. Actually, I can tell you right now the sea symbolizes the, the the peoples and nations of the world. Now let's see right here. In the in the book of Daniel chapter seven, you saw four beasts, one after the other, and that actually was prophesying. All the kingdoms of the world from the time of Daniel to the end of the world. At the end of the world was the fourth beast that Daniel saw. And let's read quickly. And the first verse four said the first beast was like a lion. And verse five said and behold another beast is second like it to a bear, and is raised up itself. And verse six said after this I beheld and another like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings, and, and verse. Seven said, After this, I saw the in the night vision, behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly. And it had great high teeth, it. it devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. Here he said, This beast has ten horns. And when Daniel was looking at this beast, he was able to see that. This was a strange beast to Daniel. He could see the others. He could say, oh, this one is just like a leopard." He saw another one was like a lion. Another one was just like a, like a bear. But this fourth one, he couldn't know what to what to call it. It does not look like a human, a, a living beast or not that he knew. So that's, that is why he called it a strange and dreadful and terrible beast with ten horns. Now. And then it describes what that beast does and does and does and that you'll see in the rest of the verses from verse 8. He said, I consider the horns and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. Now, the key thing here is that he saw a beast that had ten horns. And let's go again, because Daniel saw another vision that was similar to that of Daniel chapter 7, which was in Daniel chapter 8. And he saw a similar vision in another format that also described these four beasts to him and the fourth beast also was described to daniel and the meaning was interpreted to daniel is what i really wanted to point out to you here the meaning of these beasts because here it is in verse 15 of daniel chapter 7. And he said, I, Daniel, was given my spirit, and in the midst of my body, and the visions of my head troubled me. I came near unto one of them, that is one of the people that was standing by in that vision, and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. He said, These great beasts, which are four, are four kings which shall arise out of the earth. Those are the beasts. They were representing kings or kingdoms. Okay. And then they say, we say, what about this fourth beast? And they said this fourth beast is just the fourth beast that we arise out of the in that vision. But in Daniel chapter eight, the same four beasts were shown to Daniel again, and this time with more understanding of world the times will be And Daniel said it. But let's go back again now to the book of Revelation chapter thirteen, because when we say a beast with ten horns in chapter thirteen, is actually describe it. More closely, he said, "This beast not just have ten horns; it has seven heads, and then ten horns." So let's go ahead and read the rest of the chapter thirteen of the book of Revelation, verse three. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. Before you go further, the reason why I brought in the book of Daniel here is to say, the fourth beast in the book of Daniel chapter seven and Daniel chapter eight was representing the last kingdom of the world and now we are at the end of the world that's why this looks a lot the book of chapter 13 that's only mentioned this beast with seven heads and ten horns that is the last beast and this is the end of the world that this is manifesting now he said in verse 3 and i saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death and his deadly wound was healed and all the world wondered after the beast and they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast And they worshiped the beast saying who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him now when you look at that he said what does that mean this uh, that immediately tells us the meaning of it that just like Daniel revealed the beast was representing a kingdom a world government a country or a, 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 a governmental body that is exactly what that beast is representing So if it's a government or a country, then they can say, who can make war with this country? Because it must be a very powerful country. That is what this beast is representing. Now he said it has ten horns, which means it's not just one country with uh, one king. This is going to be uh, an alliance of ten kings. When they have ten horns, this horn in the book of Daniel was representing a king. Now if this one has ten horns, it's going to be an alliance of ten kings that became like a joint power to wage war. And we can see that for me right now. Just think of the, what is going on in the world right now. I can name names of, of governmental bodies. Think of the NATO. We say North, Northern Atlantic Treaty Organization. And that com- uh, comprises so many European countries in that NATO for, to defend themselves. So NATO became like a, 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 power, a powerful governmental body that has all those countries joined to it and they can wage war as a single country. That is exactly what this is symbolizing. And he said this, in particular one, this one has 10 mean that there are 10 kings that are uh, in alliance together so that they can defend themselves and be so powerful that who can make war with this kingdom that has 10 kings to fight in, as a single entity. So that is what we are seeing here. And NATO has been formed since the Second World War, since the 1940's up till now. So now they are s- the European countries Formed the NATO and they are so mighty, powerful if you think of them as 10 or 11 countries that have nuclear weapons and they can defend themselves if the other country wanted to come against them. So that is an example here. Now let's go forward and said in verse 5 And there was given unto this beast, unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months. Now we have mentioned in the in the in the other chapter where we talk about what is this 42 months that was revealed here that was in the book of daniel chapter in the book of Revelation chapter 11 where he mentioned 42 months i will give power unto my two prophets to to testify for 42 months or one thousand two hundred and three school days now forty-two two months is three and a half years and this is saying that this government will continue for for three and a half years so it's for about the space of three and a half years. Uh, let's continue. And he said he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tamaraku and them that dwell in heaven. Now if you say is any country in the world blaspheme God right now, in a way whatever they are doing that is not that is anti Christian is blasphemy against God. Whatever any country, any government is doing that is anti Christian in their policies. In their in their decision-making anything that is will be blaspheming not only when they say they are this or they are that but when they say anything that is contrary to the will of the Lord that is because blasphemy against those governments verse 7 says, and it was given unto this, this unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them and power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations now what does that mean to say it make war with the saints now let me let me let me really make it plain in a way. This particular beast that was prophesied in the days of John the Baptist, John the uh, the the Revelator, in the, sometime around 70 A.D. when this book was written, this particular beast was symbolizing at the beginning of it was symbolizing the Roman Empire, where Rome was ruling. Now, according to history, after the Roman Empire was dissolved. It disintegrated into the European countries that we have right now. It actually disintegrated into European countries. They first formed the east and the west, and then in the end, all the countries that were all subject to Rome, they all became countries of their own: England, France, Germany, Italy, and so on and so on. They all became countries of their own, and these are the same countries right now they are that are in the what called European Economic Community that was started sometime in the 1980s and 90s so this this beast that was said to have ten horns is actually representing the European countries it's representing the European countries that is exactly what the Lord has been revealing and we know now when he when he said it persecuted the saints Rome and Roman Empire alias alias early history of Roman Empire was persecuting the saints the saints were heavily persecuted during the time of the Roman Empire, the Caesars. When Apostle Peter, Apostle Paul and all the apostles were killed in Rome, and many of the others were killed everywhere. And after a while, it looked like he settled down. Then the, the Roman Catholic system took over and was ruling as a, a national religion. And when that took up as a national religion, the persecution continued all over Europe That anyone that is trying to be anti-Catholic was also persecuted, and that was why a lot of pilgrims migrated from Europe into this Western world of America when the New World was found, because there was persecution also going on. Anyone that does not join the Roman Catholicism or that does not pay their allegiance to Roman Catholicism was persecuted and stoned to death and killed all over Europe. So that was part of the what has been prophesied here that this beast. Was was The one that was given power to wage war against the saints of God, the Christians, the true believers, and to overcome them means they were killed, they were they were arrested, they were imprisoned, they were stoned, all over Europe in the 300 A.D. and so on. They were all the Christians were persecuted and and beheaded many times, all over Europe, in England, in France, in Rome, in every place. They were persecuting many Christians until Martin Luther started the Reformation when he revolted against the Roman Catholic Church he was a priest in that church and he revolted and after that came the the protestantism that started now that is what this Bible was that this beast which is the European community the European government will persecute the sins and power was given unto him to persecute so that has been fulfilling itself from the earlier centuries and it's going to continue to fulfill itself all through the end of the world that is what I'm trying to point out here in this chapter now the Bible says and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship this beast, that worship him, all whose names are not written in the book of the life in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Now what does that mean that all the world will be worshipping this beast? Just think about it right now. The Western world or the European economic community or the European empires, the European countries, their civilization seems to be controlling the whole world, so to speak. It may not be a direct control but it's kind of a worship if every country is trying to play the games with them all the governments of the world are trying to trade with them and they are doing everything almost like the way the Euro- European countries are directing things and you can remember in many years before around the 1600 and 1500 AD the European countries that we are talking about they were actually colonizing all the nations all the lands and that has been prophesied this is part of it they were worshiping this beast all the world were worshiping this beast when they were colonizing the world they colonized all the african countries they colonized all the asian countries and only the european countries were doing all of those if you look back to the history that was the time they were being worshipped so to speak because people never realized the worship they are talking about here people always assume there's going to be an a physical it to be like an idol and people are just bowing their head to this idol but you have to look at everything take everything in perspective anyone that is dominating another land that land is worshiping that person and that was taking place when there was the british empire over colonizing many parts of the world the french empire colonizing many parts of the world the spanish empire colonizing many parts of the world that is a form of worship too because they are subjected to them and that has been prophesied in the book of revelation that is part of what is being said here when he said every world all the all the people are there will worship them however he said those whose names are not written in the book of who are, who are written in the book of life will not be worshipping that means there will still be persecution when people are refusing to bow so the one that goes like countries dominating other countries is one form of fulfilling this prophecy But there's still coming a fulfillment of the prophecy when there will be persecution at the end of the world this is twofold there's still coming a fulfillment of this prophecy at the end of the world when there will be a lot of persecution and we will go to that in the last part of this chapter when the second beast is described here that we begin to mark the world and people will be persecuted for not taking the mark that is coming in the next in the next uh, in the next few verses and we well, let's go and say that if any man have an ear let him hear he that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity he that killeth with his sword must be killed with his sword here is the patience and the faith of the saints now why did apostle john put that one here because he was trying to give us a, a, a like a like a parable how will we know who this beast is when apostle john was writing this it was the roman empire that was ruling the world And Apostle John could could see from the Spirit that it was the Roman Empire that this prophecy was talking about. And it was Apostle John that was in the exile. During the time he was writing this book, he was exiled by the Roman Empire into the island of Patmos. So it was simply saying, if any man asked and yelled at him here, he that leaded into captivity, like he, Apostle John was captive to the Roman Empire and was sent away into the island of Patmos he said they also they said the roman empire also will be led into captivity he's just saying that here that this this government that was leading people into captivity that arrested christians himself will be arrested in the end taken to captivity that is what he is prophesying here to so make us to know who is this beast it's going to be the roman empire and the roman empire is done gone but the the new revived roman empire is the european countries that are joining themselves in the end of the world as European Economic Community or NATO it's the same thing they are all the same governments that are being represented in that beast with ten horns now he's going to sell us another beast that came up so, and I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb now watch for this particular beast a beast in that like we are saying in the book of Daniel and the book of religion is representing a government a country or alliance of countries when it was a beast with ten horns, means that this government will be a, an alliance of ten kings or ten countries if every country is headed by a king now here comes a new beast that has two horns which will be uh, two great kings in one of in another separate country or, or countries or land now he says this one this one came coming up out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and he speak as a dragon a lamb means it looks like a like a like a holy people you know the bible said the lord jesus christ was represented like the lamb of god christian so this one this horn that came up right now with two horns was like a lamb looked like a christian nation that's what it will represent a christian nation will represent will represent like a lamb because christ was represented as a lamb of god in the book of revelation but now he spoke also as a dragon means that even though it manifested as a lamp like a christian nation but all their words are like the dragon i mean trying to dominate the world wanting to rule everybody else but they came like a christian nation but they are using the the tongues of the dragon and let's go on and see what this beast does because this is the beast that really does the, the 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 greatest damage in the end of the world Verse twelve, he say, and he exercised all the power of the first beast, which means this is also another country, and a super a super country with with super government and military government. That's why I he say he exercises all the power of the first beast. If the first beast was European economic community, the first beast is European countries joined in alliance. This one also is in alliance with the other first beast. According to what he said, he said he exercised all the power of the first beast. And it caused the heart and them which dwell there to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed now we didn't talk about what was this deadly wound that was healed I'll tell you what was the deadly wound just think of the European country that we said many 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 years ago there was the East Europe and West Europe that look as if they can never agree together that was a serious wound to the European governments European countries now what do you see right now in the year 2000? This wound has been healed. There's no more Eastern Europe that is fighting against Western Europe. That is prophecy that was said in this book that that wound will be healed. There will be no more East and West fighting one another. Cold War. There's no more Cold War right now. It has been healed. That's one fulfillment of that. Another fulfillment of that is this. Think of what happened in the Second World War during the time of Adolf Hitler germany after the second world War, Germany was split into two east germany and west germany and there was a war that separated them that was a deadly wound that separated that country and in this in 1989 and beyond that deadly wound was healed again when east germany and west germany came back to become one single germany and the war was broken down when uh, the, the 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 president of, uh, of the uh, former soviet union turn things around and say he was not going to have that anymore just think about it the deadly wound was healed that is being fulfilled in this generation the deadly wound of the European countries was healed and this is prophesying exactly what the European countries are and that's why we are revealing out to you right here he said this second beast though was the one that was making the whole world to worship this this beast how what does that really mean I will tell you what is this second beast represent this second beast is representing the American continent because this this country this continent here the American continent is the North and the South America joined together. Look like two separate land masses but it's just uh, not North and South America. And if you look at these two countries you also see that two major country major countries in the North America especially is are uh, USA and Canada. Those two countries presented themselves as Christian nations, USA and Canada. They presented themselves as Christian nations like a lamb. But all their policies will still be like the dragon because they are just part of the world. That's what the Bible prophesied to us. Those are the two horns, as far as the Lord has written to me, those two horns was representing Canada and United States of America. Now, when you also see what was going to take place in this last of what this what this second beast did or will do you will notice that it was this second beast that was doing all the miracles that's the scientific things and the technological advancement coming from the western world from this america and canada and this beast was the one that was making fire come down it was from this usa and canada these two these powers of these nations of the of the western world that they started the the nuclear bomb that's like fire coming down from the sky and that is what I've been prophesying here and let's go on and read some more. Verse 30 says, And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And deceived them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by his sword and did live. Now you see, by the wound was by a sword, there was wars, Second World War. And Russia and uh, European, the European countries were broken into two. East Europe and West Europe. East Germany and West Germany. But they were healed by the end of the world. Now praise the Lord. This is Brother Julius Adeumi inviting you to accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are a Christian that has been listening to this radio broadcast, I challenge you and I hold you to aspire to the goal of overcomers, be zealous for more of god ask the lord to increase your faith to build you up spiritually and pray for the gifts of the holy ghost to increase and intensify in you so that you can come to the stature to the fullness of the stature of christ that is our goal as believers now if you that is listening to me you are not a christian or you are just a church member, you are a church goer, trying to do good, but you are not really born again, you don't even know what it means to be born again, you are not sure whether you have been washed from your sins, I invite you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, and I want to pray for you right now, so that you can be assured of your salvation, and so that your, your heart and your faith and your spirit can begin to believe the word of God, the word of God specifically says, anyone that believes in me anyone that believes in the lord jesus christ has eternal life you have got to believe that utterance of jesus and then invite jesus to come out take over your life because he gives a power into the believers that he called being born again and it is this power that he rejuvenates us from within that make us to be a new creature in christ the bible said as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of god gospel of john chapter 1 verse 12 now you want to receive jesus as your lord and savior i want you to pray to bow your head and pray this prayer with me say jesus come into my heart i believe you died for me on the cross i accept you as my lord and savior and i renounce sin i renounce satan i renounce all ungodliness and i renounce all witchcraft and evil powers I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior today come and take over my life Jesus and fill me with the Holy Ghost Wash me with your blood from now on I belong to you Jesus thank you for accepting me thank you for dying for me on the cross thank you for making me your child amen but I pray for all the people that are listening help them Lord Jesus Christ to begin to follow the word of God to begin to read the scriptures and to understand and obey and let them be filled with the holy ghost receive you the holy ghost today in the name of the lord jesus christ receive you the holy ghost today in the name of the lord jesus christ thank you lord amen i want you to write to me and i will send you some literature that will be edifying to you write to evangelist julius ade gospel distribution ministry Write to the Gospel Distribution Ministry, Post Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050, USA. If you have access to the internet, our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org. You have to spell that one out: gospeldistribution.org. Gospel Distribution is one word. www.gospeldistribution.org. And you can send us email on the internet and you can also read all our literature on the internet freely god bless you and see we see you again next time in jesus name